So, Charlie, I have a couple questions for you. Okay. Can you feel the sunshine? Does it brighten up your day? Don't you feel that sometimes... All you, you need just is need love. to run... I'm gonna fucking kill Steven! <laughs> Welcome back to the no playing as any character except Metal Knuckle Zone. Dude, this Together, is the only I am your host, Charlie, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Isaiah... Hello. And Steven. Hello. <laughs> Are there... Is... I think we talked about this before. Is there any other game where Metal Knuckles appears? Uh, no. There was a game where Knuckles covered in metal appears. And he, sh- I don't think he that spat counts. out missiles, and that's, yeah, it's Mecha Knuckles. Anyway, today we played Sonic R, a beloved game that probably shouldn't be beloved, but fuck you. It, yeah, like, it's, it's like a not good game, right? Yeah. It's everything you need in a good racing game. Except for controls. No, it's got fine controls. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It definitely has very bad controls. This game solves that stupid conundrum with the drift games where Sonic is in a car, because he's not in a car, he gets to run, but Amy's, Amy's still in a in car, car for some reason, and that's just... That's 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 not good. I like Amy, but this just does not work. But who needs Amy when you have metal knuckles, am I right? I'm right. Yeah, let's be clear. Metal <laughs> Knuckles is Charlie's favorite Sonic character. Not for, like a deep story reason or like a character personality reason but simply because of the fact that charlie likes robots and knuckles and this is both of those things <laughs> it's it's really the perfect venn diagram Dude, of charlie's so interests i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you a story real quick about metal knuckles oh god so when i was a sophomore my chemistry class had this extra credit assignment where you could make these uh, moles using a uh, fabric and whatever there was like a, they gave you like designs for it or whatever Oh, you know what? I had the same assignment. Yeah, because uh, it was a chemistry pun. Because yeah. moles are... But I made a regular one, which my mom sewed. But I made one that looks like metal knuckles. And yeah. it's awful because I sewed it myself. And I decided to use only black thread when I sewed it together. But I love oh. it. It's metal knuckles. But it's made out of fabric. That is That's almost entirely unrelated to this video game. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you so much for sharing. Where where do we where do we want to start with this? If we're sharing arts and crafts, I once used uh, what do they call it? That like grid where you use yarn to make like like little crosses. Yeah. I did that, but I made like Tetris. Wait, no, oh, I've that's got... cool. Yeah. Out of uh. out of yarn on like the little 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 guy. Yeah, but you made Tetris with it. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I once uh, made a sign out of cardboard and Sharpie. Did you use it to try and convince people that you're, like, in need of money? Uh, <laughs> Is that too political for the podcast? So, Sonic R came out in... Uh, what year did it come out? 1995, 6? 1995, 6. Sonic R. It must have come out in uh, 96, because our the last year of game... Release. We have the year of the release. I think it's 97, it. actually. Sonic R came out in June 1997. Yeah. 1997 is what Wikipedia says. It came out in 1998 <laughs> on PC. And then the thing about... I played it on Sonic Sonic Gems, and it says it has the, the date for gems, so it has 1997, 1998, and, 19, and, and 2005. God damn it. 2005? Yeah. That's when, that's when gems came out. They added the, the copyright date to the gems. Version. So it's counting... 
Yeah. The date Sonic Gems came out as a release date yes. for Sonic R. I mean, you should, because what the hell else do people play it on? Within Sonic Gems. I have a copy of the Saturn version, but I don't have a Saturn to play it on. So can you tell me, is there a difference between, like... Because something I've been thinking about a lot is the graphical difference between... between a, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure the graphics are slightly better based on the screenshots I've seen on the back of the box, but it might okay. not be as extreme. I don't know. So this game this game does a lot of stuff graphically. Like, it's a 3D game, and that's, whoa, crazy. It's this like is the actually first the real first... 3D Sonic game, if you don't this count the This is the, the first 3D Sonic in, game. Uh, the special stages in 3D Blast. Yeah, which you shouldn't. Because it was still, I mean, it was still fake 3D. Like, it was really good fake 3D, but it was still... Saturn 3D Blast had a 3D special stage. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's a different thing. Interesting. Oh, man. Okay. But, yeah, 3D models, everyone looks okay. This game does a lot of stuff that's like, hey, guess what? We're 3D. And one of those things is that it doesn't know how to make a 3D game. I actually think that this game does, much like Sonic 3D Blast, even more of the legwork to show what Sonic oh, can be yeah. 3D. For better or for worse. So first of all, so I'm I'm currently looking at the results screen of uh, a race in this game. I scored second place. Uh, and every single thing I'm looking at is like, this is the future. So... We have the actual utilitarian, like, data, which is, like, here's how well you did in the laps. Uh, and they're using, like, three different fonts, and one of the times are in a rainbow color instead of white for some reason. And then the menu underneath is, like... Wait, do you not know why it's in rainbow colors, is it? I'm sorry? Do you not know why it's in rainbow colors? I actually don't know why it's in rainbow colors. It's a uh, personal best. Oh, okay. Well, then, obviously, I did a personal best. Still got second place, though, so... Well, personal, it's a personal best for a lap. The lap is in a rainbow color, and then if your time is the best overall, it's a rainbow color. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So only um, one lap will ever be the rainbow color. Yeah, I actually got zero laps in rainbow color, but my total time was rainbow. Which is... That's just a funny... That's a funny thing. Um, but so... So then above that, right, we have three objects. One is the character I played as with their walking animation. And that character is slowly rotating, just to remind you that it's 3D. And then another is, the the thing next to that is the number representing what place I got, but it's a 3D model, and it's rotating in weird ways. It's also and it's chrome. It's a chrome texture that is reflecting an image that, like, we only get to presume is the, like, the finish line, right? Yeah. And then next to that is another rotating image that represents what stage you're in. Yeah. And all of that is in front of a background that is, like, like warping itself slowly like a flag might wave. Isn't it just, like, a dark blue checkered flag or something like that in the background? It's a dark blue checkered flag with the phrase Sonic R, like the Sonic R logo, like, on it. Isn't it just a letter R? No, it's, it's, it's Sonic oh, R. Oh, Sonic R, yeah. Well... Yeah. Let's see. I kind of hate the loading screen is just like a flapping Sonic R logo. It It's very unsettling. It's a little creepy to me. I don't know if you get that same vibe, but maybe I'm just... I, I do get it. Well, especially because it sort of is there for a while. Yeah. You know. This game is just kind of unsettling to me in a bit. <laughs> and... I totally get it. Like, it's so hard to describe, but I do completely get it. Let, let, let's say, for example, oh, the Gems Collection has this song called uh, Can You Feel the Sunshine Acid Remix? Oh, God. 
Dude, I hate that song. It's terrible. Play, play like, ten seconds of that. Like, just stop our podcast and play ten <laughs> seconds of that. We should play the whole thing, why not? Yeah, yeah. Play, play the entire three minutes of it. Interrupt our podcast completely. Oh, no, God. I mean just play it in the background. Okay, ah, it's, it's because it's uncomfortable to me. I don't know. You know what's uncomfortable to me? What? You telling us what music to put in our podcast? Isaiah. That's that's right. It's your podcast. Come on, he doesn't put that I mean, much creative input in. I'm just the co-host. I mean, it's the same way that like when you program a game, like it's your game. Everyone else is just making the assets for it. That's. That's, like, real and also, like, not good. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to play it. If, if, no, no, if no. The editor... like, like, I think it's reasonable for us to play the whole thing because it's on the Gems Collection, which counts as Sonic R. Clearly, That's it's true. got the copyright date. That's Bye. true. You should play every, every okay. soundtrack in Sonic Gems. So, yeah, since we mentioned the music, I guess we'll talk about the music... Uh, it's all composed by uh, Richard Jacques, who did the Saturn version music, so I guess he works for Traveler's Tales. And the music is alright, like, strictly speaking, the non-vocal tracks. Yeah, just, just kinda... the production. But... TJ Davis is the singer yes, for Sonic R. She is the meat of this soundtrack. She's actually the meat of this entire game. Yeah, she really sells this game. If you're like, oh, this game's not that great, you hear the soundtrack and you're like, yeah. well, who cares? It's all pretty good music, although it's a little bit easier to tell that they're all following like an A-A-B-A sound, sound format, song format. Dude. Do you see that? Yeah. So the thing that gets me about this soundtrack is that the soundtrack is definitely the best part of the game, and it makes no sense for this game. Like, it doesn't fit, and it... Like, I don't know. But Isaiah, when you're living in the city, you know you have to survive. No, you're right. I gotta keep that dream alive. It's so, it's so silly. Like, you you can't... Uh, also, because the music has lyrics, I think probably for the podcast, you should just play the instrumental music in the background. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Even, even when we did Sonic CD, uh, I think I only included the instrumental oh, version yeah. of Sonic Boom. If you haven't heard the Sonic R soundtrack before, like with lyrics, absolutely listen to it. And then imagine a Sonic game is happening during this music. It is surreal. This is not the last time we'll have a Sonic game where the background music for many stages has vocal track. That's true, but I feel like future games sell it much better. I don't think the City Escape does nearly as well as any of the rest of this music. I disagree. Like, I mean, I think I think this music is better than City Escape, but I think City Escape makes more sense within the game. Yeah, but you're not trying to actually escape the city. You're just running down a hill. Well, you're running away from the cops. That's not escaping the city. That's escaping the cops. If it, if the That's escaping escape through the, the cops, city. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to in Sonic R, where you are living in the city. Yeah, I was going to say City Escape, <laughs> but the song that's playing is Living I in the City. I love the natural progression. Like, young Sonic is living in the city, but when he grows up, he has to escape from the city. Isn't that just all of us? Radical City from to Radical Highway. Yeah. Okay. So, real quick, speaking of, like, instrumentals, have you ever done a replay in this game? I did once on accident because I wanted to retry. Yeah. So the replays have the instrumentals play, and 
I think it's TJ Davis. She says something really quiet at the beginning. I have no idea what the hell she's saying. So if someone knows what that is, please send us an email at nosebin-zone You can also listen gmail. to the instrumentals. I think you can also listen to the instrumentals. Oh, no, no, no. The instrumentals on the soundtrack don't have it. It's specifically in the game that you hear, like, her ASMR into your ear. Oh, she says, like, three, two, one. But no, like it's like something. Quiet. Well, no, it's not like she's yelling three, two, one like she does at the beginning. Yo, actually, like, we need to talk about the fact that she is also the announcer for the game. Yeah. Like, when they when the the stages start, instead of like a beep beep to let you know that you can go, it's TJ Davis being like, ready, set, go. And yeah, then she's like awesome. yelling go at you, like, just move. She's like, go on, get out of there. Hurry it up. So I just want to say, according to Sonic Retro, uh, she's known among uh, video game music aficionados for working with award-winning composer Rick, Richard Jock on the soundtracks of Sonic R and Metropolis, uh, Metropolis Street Razor. Racer. Jesus. M Metropolis Street Razor? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly... You know, it's, uh, it's Hydrocity Zone. Yeah. But so, I don't know if this is saying that the soundtrack of Sonic R won awards, or if Richard Jacques won awards independent of this soundtrack. I imagine it's independent. But man, wouldn't it be something if this soundtrack won awards? It deserves it. It wins the <laughs> No Spin Dash Zone award for decidedly the best soundtrack in a Sonic game. <laughs> I don't know, dude. 3D Blast is, is pretty up there. Yeah, but like, I was like, you know what? Every song in this game is amazing, except for the one that plays in the Rainbow Road equivalent. I forget what it's called, like Crystal. Uh, Diamond Valley. in the Sky. Well, no. What's the What's the level called? Oh, that's Radiant um, Emerald. Radiant yeah. Emerald. There. We All go. the stages start with an R, by the way. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's a good true. bit. <laughs> they got their theming in order. But uh, like, I was I didn't remember what that stage's music is because when you play that stage with Supersonic, you hear uh, Supersonic, Supersonic Racing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very cool. Yeah, but uh, I, I didn't remember what Diamond in the Sky sounded like, and then I heard the chorus, and I was like, oh, no, wait, this one's really good, too. Never mind, they're all perfect. Yeah, you're the one that makes me feel so high, because you're my Diamond in the Sky. Yeah, and then I listened to the credits, and I was like, maybe the credits isn't amazing, because I know it's not like a medley of all the songs. Yeah. But then I listened to the credits, and I was like, oh, no, this is good, too. Never mind. Yeah, it's all good. Like <laughs> I like those kind of credit musics, like credit music. The one where they say all I need is you. Yeah. It Always reminds me of a movie that I really like that has a nice ending vocal, but I'm not going to say it because it's actually not a real movie. Something something I find really interesting cuz all three of us played this game when we were much younger, right? Yeah. And by much younger, I mean Not as young as younger. probably you guys. Yeah. I, much is maybe a uh, strong word. I played this I when I was like the first 16 time I or 15 it. or something, I don't know. Yeah, I think the first time I played it was when I was like 12. Was it you, Charlie, that I always liked uh, back in time? Or was that somebody know. else that I was thinking? I, you about? might be thinking of someone else. I didn't really, I don't really hold too much of an attachment to these songs. Yeah. Specifically. Just so like I, I can tell you that individually, each song in this game is absolutely fantastic, and I frequently listen to the entire soundtrack, both yeah. instrumental yeah. and vocal. <laughs> so, so when I was younger, I didn't really like back in time that much, and I couldn't quite articulate why, and. I listen to it uh, now because I, you know, played the video game, and I was struck by this weird feeling, like this, this very powerful feeling of nostalgia, 
which you know fits the theme of the song and also is not true for any of the other songs in the soundtrack i was like this song just is extremely nostalgic for some reason and now i love the song like yeah i don't know what happened but it took there you we back are. in time yeah it took me back in time <laughs> to <laughs> another world where you can be mine yeah we don't have to worry when you're by my side there's nothing i don't know there's nothing to decide apart Let's be clear these words have want to nothing go. to do with Sonic the Hedgehog characters. Yeah, they're great. They're, it's, it's literally, these lyrics are incredibly just, like, vaguely positive. Like, it's just, how can we take this song and then just make it more feel-good? Which isn't even something that is Sonic. Like, that doesn't even make sense for Sonic. Nah, but somehow it really <laughs> holds this game together. Yeah. So, so Can You Feel the Sunshine is about asking if you know, you can feel it brightens up your right. day, right? Yeah. Living in the city is the most negative, where it's about how you know you have to survive, but then it's still like it's a kid-friendly version of Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, yeah. it's also saying that like living in the city <laughs> is pure fantasy, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, uh, back in time is is about nostalgia and like you know when we're when we're remembering the good days, like we don't gotta worry about anything. Yeah, work it out. It's like it's a work literally song. about compromising. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's work it out, work it out, like talk about it, work it out, work it out, think about it, work yeah. about it, work about it, work it out. Sorry, make it happen. <laughs> work you about it. To you make know. it relative. You gotta, you make, gotta it relative. make it real. That's I every time every time it, it got to that part, my brain was like, you gotta make it relative. Yeah. Because Steven and I. Like, when we played this game together years ago, we had this joke, because I was learning the engine Game Maker Studio, and I was using drag and drop code. I think it was Game Maker 8 at the time. I was using drag and drop code, and there's a checkbox for whether or not you set a variable to be relative or not. And I solved a problem by checking relative, and that song came on while we were playing it. And so I was like, yeah, you gotta make it relative. Drag and drop code sounds like a Lost Kingdom Hearts game. It <laughs> dragon drop code. I was thinking D R A G O N, like dragon drop code. <laughs> Isaiah, I'm sorry, dude. We just like all right. We have like three inside jokes that we've explained over the course of this <laughs> podcast. Something else I want to say about the replays is that it does a lot of dynamic angles and cuts. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it's music... like it's like watching a Michael Bay film. <laughs> Hey. Well, so the music hey. does the thing where once the music is done, it just fades out, yeah. and then there's silence for a couple seconds, like for a while, and then it just starts completely over. Are you talking about like menu music? Uh, menu music, stage music, every all music. When are you ever yeah. in a stage long enough that the music finishes and has to? Right, the exactly. The the only time I've ever heard like the B part of an AABA is on Radiant Emerald because it's the Rainbow Road of the game. Yeah, because it's so long. I'm actually gonna pause the game to see if it plays music quietly while the while the race is happening. It's not like Sonic and All Stars Racing where they'll play Palm Tree Panic, but it's a soundtrack version, so it fades out and then goes back in the song, and it's so terrible. Oh my god, I hate when <laughs> that happens. Anyway, yeah, it's not nearly as bad in this as it is in Sonic CD. It's it's been a while for on this recording, so I have to legally obligate myself to say that metal knuckles is in this game and it's great dude 
So, so this game uh, invented two new characters, Metal Knuckles and, as he's known now, uh, the Tails doll. Which is the source of every creepypasta from this game. Except for Sonic.exe. And it's probably, that's why negative connotation is with Can You Feel the Sunshine, so. Yeah, that definitely, I also think this game, like, can be creepy. Like, it's, it's, exactly. all, it's uncanny a little bit. I don't get you guys, like, talking about how this game doesn't have good controls or it's creepy. I was playing it, and I'm like, it's a little bit, like, slippery. But I was able to get every string of rings all together at least once each time. So speaking of the controls, um, the controls are bad. Like, I know, No, so, they're not bad! So why don't you describe the controls, Steven? To, to you push our... left to go left, you push right to go right. If you need to go right harder, you hold R or L or whatever it would be on the Saturn controller. So you're forgetting a very important thing. This game is a little slippery. I, I get it. It's okay. No, 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 no. You're forgetting the most important thing. You hold forward to go forward. That's not true. You can hold B as well. What? Well, this game just got a lot better. This game Guys, just got so not, much like, easier to control. Did you look at the controls splash screen when you turned it on? Uh, look at the what? It kind of has tank controls, doesn't it? Yeah, it's got tank controls. Although you don't really feel it, though, as much. I, oh, I feel it. Isaiah, I want you to boot the game up right now. Oh, I'm, I'm playing it now, like, holding B to go fast. Jesus Christ, is it making a difference. Like, actually, one of the... I was gonna, like, seriously complain, actually, about this game made me realize why no racing games ever use forward as a means to go forward. Isaiah, like, exposed. Yeah, you're right. I'm not a, I'm not a real gamer, because I didn't know you could hold B to go forward. D did you boot the game up and then see the splash screen that says... Or press B to accelerate. I mean, I, I pretty clearly did not pay attention to that splash screen. <laughs> anyway. So. You just didn't, like, 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 roasting the game because you pushed forward and moved forward, and you were like, I guess that's the only way. That's, look, it never would have occurred to me that there was an alternate method of moving forward. But you just roasted the game for not letting you use an alternate method. <laughs> me well, and try any other buttons. Okay. All right, all right. So, we've established that you can move to, you know, use a control stick to move, and B to accelerate. A is to jump, unless you're aiming, in which case it's a momentary speed boost, which makes or, it harder for you to turn. Or, or Egg Robo and Eggman, right? They also yeah. they shoot things? Yeah, if you're Egg Robo or Eggman, they shoot missiles that basically don't do anything. Because you, <laughs> the aiming is like, it's not red shell aiming for one thing, and it doesn't like stop them it kind of just nudges them and it yeah it makes me angry like but, i got hit by missiles several times and it was never a hindrance with unique properties to characters sonic can double jump tails yes. can fly and so can tails doll but his jumping is like there's no noise so he just kind of hovers that adds to the creepiness of him yeah. yeah he's weird knuckles and metal knuckles can glide and Amy can can go over water, and so can Eggman. The robots can temporarily go over the water, but they'll sink eventually, and everyone else just sinks. And Me and Super Sonic can hover over the water, but so Metal Sonic cannot double jump, but his first jump is really good. Like it's the height of two. I jumps. don't really care for Metal Sonic in this game. He's just kind of max he can't double jump i yeah. actually really like playing his metal sonic because i think he has like one of the highest top speeds yeah 
I agree with that. He's like probably number three. So I noticed playing as Tails for a little bit. Tails has what seems to me to be the best turning rate. Which is ironic because Tails doll has like the worst. Yeah. So so speaking of turning rate, one major complaint about the controls is that because of the tank controls nature of the game, turning when you're standing still is like not possible. If you if you get stuck in a corner and you have to stay stationary and like turn, you feel that. You are turning extremely slowly. Yeah. I mean, like if you ram a car into the corner of a like walls it's hard to get it out right well you're gonna have a lot of other problems doing that let me tell you well don't forget <laughs> also you're not cars in this game unless you're amy unless you're aiming there's also no reverse button unless i also missed that no there's no reverse button you can spin roll sometimes but i never really found a use for that if you hold backwards while moving at a certain speed, you do turn into a ball, but I don't... It might let you hit opponents, but it's pretty tough to, like, deal with it. Yeah. I didn't discover it until, like, I was playing it for the podcast, honestly. I, I tried to find a way to use it to, like, see if it did something, and it it's not... I was not able to, like, hit anybody or anything like that. Like, it's such a specific case use that it's basically a non-mechanic. Yeah. But... Isaiah kind of makes a good point. So, in every level, there are, like, two things you can collect. There are five tokens, and they're in, like, special areas. Some of them require ring doors, but those are usually reserved for emeralds. But there's one in Radiant Factory where you have to go into this small room and get the token and then get out, which is a little bit of hindrance, but luckily, the computers aren't that bad to control. And... By the way, the computers you get are determined basically by how which character you pick. If you pick any of the default four or Eggman, because you have to actually unlock Eggman last. Yeah. But anyway, if you do that, you just get that cast as your opponents. But if you play as any unlockable, you get the unlockable characters as your opponent if you have them unlocked. Because eventually all the regular characters will get phased out. Yeah, I actually do like that a lot. Because yeah. it seems to me like the unlockable characters are generally better than the default mm-hmm. characters. Except um, for Egg Robo. Yeah. So, which is which is fine. So if you have any of the, like, unlockable characters unlocked, then without that situation, the game just becomes permanently harder. Because you're just likely to get them in rotation. But because they only show up if you, like, choose to play as them, you get a disadvantage in an exchange for the advantage of playing as them. Right. So it evens out. By the way, you unlock characters by getting all the tokens and getting in first to third place. Yes. Which I forgot that was the stipulation. Yeah. Emeralds, however, <laughs> you have to get in first place, and it does a tease for you if you get any oh other place. Oh my god, it's so good. You got <laughs> yeah. just no emeralds. The emeralds just drop, they don't show up at the bottom, and they just there's a no in front of where the yeah. chaos emerald was. So it goes, you got, and then a picture of an emerald, like, chaos emerald, like, don't say a picture, it's rotating. Get... It's like a yeah. cool animation. Okay, so it's it's, it's like an emerald. Gift. And then the emerald just drops down, and where it was is the word no. Like, you got no chaos emeralds. <laughs> but it's kind of cool. And you get those through ring doors. Usually they cost 50. And Yeah, the metal doors, the ones that you get medals behind, cost 20. And I think there's one in each stage, but I'm not sure. Yeah, so 
every stage except for uh, the first one uh, and has the one. and the last one. Every stage except for the first one and the last one has two emeralds in it, and the first one has one emerald in it. Right. The last one has zero. Emeralds. Yeah. And this game is kind of unique. Although it only has five stages, there's a lot you can explore, and there's some neat details you can look at. Yeah, there's definitely... Like, there's a little village and resort. Like, I think it's interesting because when I was playing through it normally, I was like, yeah, there's so much to this game that I'm just never gonna experience. It's sort of a waste of, like, development time. And then I combed yes, through it again. a second time. Yeah, like, a second playthrough, I was like, okay, I really gotta pay attention to everything that's here. Oh, that's why it's here in the first place. Like, you have yeah. to explore this area. I think to get the medals, you have to kind of experience most of what the level has to offer, which I think is a great right. design choice. Yeah, I agree with that. It's interesting because you have to you have to like balance exploration with actually trying to race, which yeah. is a very it's a very interesting challenge. You know, I, I think it works to the game's favor because, like Charlie said, the medals you only have to get third place, and yeah. that's not difficult if you got Amy in the in the like lineup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. It's it's especially like the Chaos Emeralds is is great that you have to get first place because it it's just a little bit out of your way. Like it's not really that far out of your way. You're on the main path and then there's a ring door uh, just off the path and then that puts you back on the path once you get the emerald. And so that's that's like challenge mode regular race. And then the medals is more about exploration, but it's like uh, sort of rushed exploration. Uh, which is very cool. Slight gripe about the emeralds is that there's an orange emerald instead of a blue emerald. That's the end of that, but... <laughs> but orange is a cooler color. The emeralds have not been consistent. Like, we just don't have consistent emeralds until, like, yeah. Sonic Adventure. Yeah. Is the orange one the one that get? Oh, no, the orange one is in the ruins, right? I, I don't remember. I think the... Oh, yeah. There's in... one that gets shot out of a cannon... <laughs> Yeah, the, the yeah. ones in the last two levels are like, they have to have a cutscene, and usually, especially for uh, Reactive Factory, I just skip them on the first round and get them on the second. Mm. That's that's what I think I usually do. That's very smart. For some reason, it did not occur to me ever to do that. <laughs> Which would explain why I was in second place just now. Something unique about these stages is that you have weather conditions, and you can turn them off. Though it doesn't really make it explicit unless you go to the options menu. Yeah. But it can have, there could be a nighttime and a daytime and a sunset time too, I believe. Yeah. But there's also raining conditions, which kind of makes things slippery and ice conditions, which make things really slippery, but you can walk on the water because it's ice. Yeah. And some little detail that really got me is that on uh, Regal Ruin, if you go to the, like on that first slope and a few other textures, there's Eggman has a very red nose contrasting with the white. <laughs> it's a little Christmassy thing. That's yeah. a good bit. Yeah, dude, the, the changing weather conditions is what makes replaying stages because sometimes you have to, like, not nearly as bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It definitely, like, I think, I think sort of the fun of the game for me comes not from racing, but from, like, all of the challenges that make the most of the game and the weather patterns like make that even more enjoyable by adding a degree of variance to it i do like the racing in this game i don't think that it's bad i would never describe the like gameplay of this game as bad like i was playing the time trials 
And I don't know if you guys ever went to the time trials menu, but there are four different ways that you can do a time trial. You can do just the stage as it is. You can do the stage oh, in yeah, reverse. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. You can do balloons, which is the stage generates five points that you have to find, and then you have to reach those as quickly as possible. And then you can play a game of tag, where the game sends out like four computers, and two of them go forward, two of them go backward, and you have to like touch all four as fast as you can. And that oh, man. gives you like a real reason to see everything that the levels have to offer, and it makes the controls, like it lets you learn the controls really well if you have to do the balloons and like find the part or like enemies, tag the enemies. Mm -hmm. So, are the emeralds in the same? I'm, I'm sorry, are the balloons in the same location as the metals? No, they are in completely different locations. Yeah. Mm. Uh, are they? So, are they in semi-randomized locations? Because I know there's like a limit to how many different locations they can be in, but I forget if there were only five places or not. I do think they change. I only played it once because I basically I played the entire game in like one two hour sitting. Yeah. I unlocked all five characters or all six characters. Yeah. By the way, it's a very short game. It's it's extremely short, and that's not a bad thing. I, think. I mean, only if you're good at it. Like, <laughs> if you're bad at it, I'd imagine it could take a longer time. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it took me a while to figure out where everything was after after not playing it for so long. Radical cities, metals, and re reactive. Factory, is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That Those medals are also sometimes tough to get. Radical City and, for some reason, the the Ruin... What stage is that? The Back in Time stage. Regal Ruin. Regal Ruin. Those, those two gave me the most trouble. And the reason why was I was able to find all of the medals except for one in Regal Ruin, and it turned out one was just on the main path, and I just yeah. never... I just didn't go there, because I was exploring everywhere else. Yeah, it's really funny that they Which, do that. It made me feel very dumb, but it was it was funny for sure. It seems like there's a lot of things in this game that are just like in your way that you have somehow avoided. That yeah. Like negatively impact your experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. Shut up. Radiant Emerald doesn't have any kind of unique pathways. It has like two ring doors, which Yeah. Especially when you're facing against the the special unlockable characters kind of take some strategic val value some strategy to outmaneuver them like yeah it's especially apparent if you try to beat it with tails at all because i was able to do that <laughs> once and it was like i was trying to be with everyone challenge yeah, i think it was because I, there was i thought i would get like a special creepy tails doll screen if i like beat it with everyone but you can't you can't beat the level with egg robo <laughs> At least I couldn't. I haven't played in a long time, but I really just don't want to make the attempt. It is not Because it's not a good character. It's interesting because I really like that sort of the, the um, ring doors sort of serve throughout the game as potential shortcuts. But usually usually their, their main purpose is the unlocks are behind these doors. But Radiant Emerald is where it's really like, no, these are shortcuts, but they're shortcuts that you can only access if you have rings. And so right. if you're in first, it might be to your advantage not to use these shortcuts, because if you open the doors, then it's open for everybody else. Right. And sometimes they'll open it for you, and what I something that really gets to me is that it's 50 rings for each door, but the first door also has a boost pad, and boost pads can make you go really far ahead yeah. for a maximum of 50 rings. Yeah, it's based on how many rings you have. So you have to get there at 100 to unlock the door and then 
get 50 more to use the boost pad. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to get like a very short boost or no boost at all from using it. And then, the and then a character you. from behind you can come in and just zoom past because it takes you a lot farther than any boost pad in the other levels. Yeah. I, I really like that as a design decision to be like, yeah, yeah. Here's, a, here's a shortcut, but whoever unlocks it is at the biggest disadvantage. Everybody behind them benefits more from it than they do. Yeah. And then this game also has items, it's like little emblems you get, and it can give you from 5 to 10 to 20 rings to a water shield, which lets you cross the water once, and a lightning shield, which, you know, attracts rings, which can be annoying if you're not the person getting it because you'll just see rings slip away from you. Yeah. yeah. But it lasts obscenely long, which is interesting. It does go away if you touch water, though. Okay. Yeah. Just like in Sonic 3. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then... There's a speed boost, and I think there's an invincibility, but the invincibility doesn't really do anything, I guess. It protects but... you from Eggman and Egg Robo. Yeah, but like I said, those missiles do nothing. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty worthless. They can be annoying if you're trying to get medals. <laughs> I'm trying to get Metal Sonic, more like. Also, Radiant Emerald is pretty. Yeah. The, the game is pretty, pretty. The whole game looks really good. The only problem I have with the visuals at all was that Knuckles has a serious pencil neck. <laughs> I mean, Sonic characters shouldn't have necks in general. That's but... true. I mean, look at like if you've look seen at my art. I want you to look at Knuckles' head like from the back, because he's the only one that you can really see it because his little like dreadlock things have like some distance between them. But yeah. He just doesn't have a neck. Like he is, he is two polygons. His head sort of floats point. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like Sonic and everyone else, like their head kind of feels attached. Knuckles <laughs> just looks like, like two balls that they like glued together <laughs> oh my god yeah you're right it's rough but uh yeah i like the way everyone looks i don't know if you guys noticed this or not but most of the characters have like a blinking animation yeah metal sonic's eyes change colors from red to yeah green. they flicker i couldn't tell if that was a glitch at first it was like really weird no i think that's his blinking animation it is i just thought it was a glitch at first i don't see metal knuckles do it so does the Tails doll have anything like that? It's a fucking doll. It's dead. It's got empty lifeless eyes and a ball on its head. That's true. It does it's have a ball, ball on its head. Gem. I do like the design of the Tails doll because what it is is there's an antenna coming out of the head and then there's like a zipper on its back. And so it's like, okay, there's something in the doll. It's like Mimikyu before Mimikyu existed. Yeah, except instead of being endearing, it is... Creepy as hell. Undeering. Like you were, you were expecting Metal Tails, but it was I, Tails doll. Yeah. I actually like that. It's not just Metal Tails. Yeah. I also like this game. Has a lot of playable characters, right? It's got like a roster of what? Is it ten or eleven? Is it eleven plus Supersonic? Uh, I think so. Uh, wait. Like once you include Supersonic, it's eleven. No wait, I think it's nine. Because you've got plus. Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Amy, Eggman. And then the robo versions of all of those except for Amy. Yeah. And then you've got... Okay, so yeah, it's 10. Including Supersonic. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a lot of playable characters. And like, it doesn't do the Drift 2 thing where it's like a lot of playable characters that existed before. Like in this case, we are, we're missing like a few different playable characters. Like Fang is noticeably not here. But yeah. we do have like the cool robot characters, which I think are really awesome. And like playing as Egg Robo is really, really neat. Yeah, because you could never play as, like, an enemy before like that. I mean, or, you could play as 
Fang, but he was less of an enemy. He was a character. Egg Robo was like anything you could find. Yeah. And Except like your the, knuckle story. We'll, but. we'll find that the Egg Robo is kind of like a neat design that you see quite a bit throughout the series. Yeah. Yeah. Like most recently in Sonic Mania, they took the Egg Robo and kind of like blew him up a little bit and made him like the five boss characters, which is really neat. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. Well, because it's especially like it's ex it's the exact same character design as the Egg Robos in Sonic 3, right? And Sonic and Knuckles right. as well. Yeah. Which is very cool that it's like, oh yeah, this this sort of entity that there's a bunch of instances of, yeah, you can play as that now. Yeah. I really yeah, like really that. Neat. I like all the characters in this game. So I do want to say I was distracted for like a minute uh, during this recording just now because I was just looking at pictures of the Tails doll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't really have anything of value to say about that. Just that... Doesn't it make you want... Doesn't it look like it's going to steal your soul? Like, I think I've figured it out, too, about why it's so creepy. It doesn't because have a mouth. Because it doesn't have a mouth or eyebrows, so it has no, like, emoting, except that its eyes are really wide, like, as if, like, right. in surprise or fear, right? And I think... Yeah. It's that combination of things you like your brain sees fear and goes, Oh yeah, I have empathy. I'm gonna feel fear. And then your brain sees no other emotions and goes, That's uncanny, I'm gonna feel fear. You know? All you need is love together and forever. All you need is fear. <laughs> Remember what I say. I'm sorry. It's a good time. I should have tried. It's okay. We'll work is it out. There... <laughs> is there anything else oh we want to say about this game? I just really like it. I don't I I like the controls too. Like I I played the time trial just straight up version of the first area. Yeah. Is it like Re Resort Islands Rasputin's Resort? <laughs> Hold on a second. I played it a bunch of times in time trial until I could beat it in under a minute and that was really fun. Oh, that's oh cool. Oh my god. I nice. do like I do like that all of these maps have like a lot of routes to them. Yeah, it's really cool to like figure out the optimal route and for your character because some characters have an easier time doing things than others. Like Knuckles is cool because he can glide over a whole segment in radical place. Radical highway. Yeah. So like I think it's fun to use each character in each level and kind yeah. of explore that. And then also just yeah, all the models are super nice. Like just looking at this game function is cool. And the controls, I'd say, are better than Drift. Yeah, yeah, better than Drift 1, for sure. Oh, well, I mean, duh. They, you can play this game. So, Charlie, I have a question for you. I don't know what the question is, but the answer is probably Metal Knuckles. So, <laughs> so actually, that really that works surprisingly well. So my question was, if TJ Davis sung lyrics for the music for Radical Highway in Sonic Adventure 2... What would the lyrics be about? Well, first of all, if it's on Radical Highway, I want it to be a duet with Everett Bradley. Okay. Second of all, <laughs> I want it to be like, I want it to be like a contrast of like emotions. Like, it's like positive vibes yeah. from a uh, TJ, but Everett's like depression. <laughs> I do, I do love this conceptually, like Everett Bradley singing, and it's like. For him, it's, like, really distorted vocals, and then for her, it's, like, very soulful, like, she's harmonizing with herself. Evan Bradley's like, where's the shirt? 
Jared the Hedgehog, Jared the Hedgehog. You know, that's that's the way he writes music. Yeah, and then he's like, um, all you need is speed. All you together need Together is... and the highway. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because you're my number two. Oh. <laughs> that's not very nice. Well, I mean, it's because there's two of them. TJ Davis and Everett Bradley. Do you know who my number one is? Who? Metalogles. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I feel like there was something else I wanted to say about this game. Oh, yeah. Is it that you're the one that makes me feel so high? Just okay. like a diamond in the sky? Is it just me? Or is the sound design in this game bad? I love the silly noises. I like it when... Sonic jumps second jump his he jumps the second time it's just a higher pitch jump noise. I do like that. Like that to me that's a good bit. When you're playing his tails and you're moving at any speed at all it's just like <laughs> the whole time it's and very like, funny. It's footsteps for everyone else and you it's can like hear so a slight funny. exhaust from Metal Sonic and Metal Knuckles. Yeah. So something that bugs me maybe more than it should is the stage starts and you hear TJ Davis be like, ready, set, go. And then all you hear for several seconds is just footsteps and like a yeah, propeller sound. And then the song starts. Like there's there's a bit in between when the stage actually starts and when the music like picks up. And in between that, you just have the sound of running. Like the like the slightly wet slapping of feet. Yeah. And it's not it's not good. I I love it. It definitely contributes to this feeling of like the weird, slightly uncanny, slightly creepy vibe that Charlie and I both get from this game. What if there was an animation after like they say go of everyone, like they're still running, but they have to put headphones in? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. There's like a dude like 15 feet away from the starting line that's passing out headphones and they gotta run to him first. <laughs> Well, no, just they have to hear when they can go, so they have to put their headphones in after they start running. Oh, okay, yeah, I see it. No, I actually, <laughs> I like that, though, because you have a fanfare where it's like, dun, 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 or whatever. Yeah. Like, as you're starting the race, and then the music cuts, and then she tells you to go, and then as you're running for a little bit, you get to, you get to feel just, like, that moment of racing, and then, like, when you start <laughs> to pass everyone, the music starts. Yeah. Is that not cool? I thought that was cool. I don't know. I also struggle with other like sound effects type stuff, like going through menus where it's like dong 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 doling. You know, yeah, like the, that's fair. What they pick for it, it's so like I don't I don't know how to describe it, but it's just like not very good. I like when you, you know? exit the game in the gems version. There's like this very faint crash noise. <laughs> what? Like this bassy and faint crash noise. I can't even describe it. When does this happen? When you like quit the game from the options menu to go back to like the gems collection right. menu. I gotta I gotta see this. But I gotta I gotta check this out. I'm that's I'm, gonna... I'm emulating the gems collection, so I'm just gonna real quick. W one more thing I wanna say that I like about this. Well, actually, this was developed by Traveler's Tales, like I mentioned yeah. that earlier. And yeah. it uses their modern logo. I don't know if that was a result of like them changing this between 3D Blast or it was Ooh. added in the PC version or added in when this was in Gems Collection. But it looks kind of weird. I would think it would be the Gems Collection version. Also, there's just no like saying of Sega. They could have had TJ Davis say Sega. but That would have been awesome. Or if she sung it. 
Yeah. The thing I really want to say about this is that because this came after 3D Blast, I really liked how you could see the flickies from 3D Blast in the tropical resort area. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. There are flickies floating around. They really add to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm looking at Sonic R, like, Sega Saturn footage, and it does actually have the old Traveler's Tales logo. Yeah. Because okay. it didn't change until they started doing the Lego stuff. It also decidedly, I was, I was very curious about this. I think, I think Crash, uh, I think Wrath the Cortex uses the old logo too, now that I think about it. So this must have been added in the Gems Collection, I don't know. So a few things, number one, this game, when you hit start originally, like in the original game, it just took you straight to uh, a load data screen. So there was a file select. Uh, also the options are set up differently. And it looks like the, the warping of the background stuff is not actually in the original game either. It was just a, a static. Well, we, the PC version is slightly different. So yeah. the Gems Collection is running the PC version. Yeah. Oh, that explains it. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of differences I'm seeing, like cosmetic stuff between the Sa- the Sega Saturn version and what we played. So that's very right. interesting. But I, I think the Sega Saturn version still has access to everything that makes this game cool, which is like the unlockable characters and the fun little challenges. I do like the loading screen for the Sega Saturn version is a chrome version of Sonic's head. Uh, there's a completely black background, but the reflection you see in the chrome is of the word loading. Which is very cool. This is in the Saturn version. Yeah, that's in the Saturn version. That's pretty. Can you cool. link me whatever you're watching? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna link it. It's like about a minute in to this video. All right. After we check this out, we'll probably do thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. Minute minute and fifteen seconds, roughly. It's it's a black background, but then the reflection in Sonic's head is of the word loading, which to like that's just really cool. Like, so that rotating Sonic head is cool. It would not be cool the second time. This thing has so much more motion in it. The intro, at least. The the, the title screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's also, just... the way that the background is drawn, or not the background, but, like, items far away are drawn in the Saturn version is really neat looking. Oh, yeah, it sort of fades into existence. Right, and you see the tries, which everyone always gets mad about seeing, poly, like, polygonal tries, but, I don't know, I like that. Yeah. The ring is a select music. That's kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh well did you guys know that when you're doing a like a loop in this game you can actually still turn yeah i did notice it. that's pretty cool if only yeah you could... i have no idea how to control it though well it's not like oh my god that is so beautiful you, you kind of have to go into it planning on what you're gonna do but i didn't find it out until i hit like a weird collision thing with tails where i accidentally flew into the loop and then did not have the speed necessary to complete the loop. <laughs> yeah, I ran into that issue too. So then I was like, oh, you can kind of like turn. That's weird. Oh my god, that's fucking fading the draw distance. This is so weird. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, there was a bit in the Regal Ruin. Is it just Regal Ruin? Yeah, uh, it is Regal Ruin. There's a bit in Regal Ruin where there's a double loop, and I got through one of the loops, but then couldn't get through the other one. So I got stuck between two loops uh and my speed was reduced to zero and i i just had to like i really want to take a saturn i spent like half a minute trying to get out of there and i was like this is gonna be where i die uh unfortunately it wasn't but it, it was very weird yeah it's rough it's it's the only like actual collision problem i have with the game though like everything else feels right the springs are a little weird because sometimes you hit them and you don't go like directly up but if yeah. you aim it right you're fine 
I actually think I would have rather played the Saturn version because this this has a very different feel to it. Yeah, it's really nice. Because of the way things like fade in and fade out, uh, I think it would have felt a lot less uncanny. And also because of the, the very slightly lower resolution. Wait, are you telling me the draw distance is what creates an uncanny no, feeling for you? No, it's more than that. It's very difficult to place exactly what's causing it. But I'm not getting that same vibe from this gameplay footage. I like the way stuff draws in, but I would definitely prefer playing the, like, PC version. Okay. Like, it's seeing what is around me is a lot neater, because it lets you experience the level, like, not the level design, but the actual assets more. Yeah. You can actually see them. So are we ready for thumbs up, thumbs down? Yeah, I think we're ready for thumbs. Go ahead, Charlie. Thumbs up all the way with, like, Two thumbs up, two metal knuckles, freaking knife hands up. Knife two hands. thumbs up, one thumb for the PC version, one thumb for the Saturn version. I'm going to give one thumb up and one thumb down, but that thumb doesn't count. Okay. You're not, you're not allowed to use two thumbs if they aren't the same. <laughs> Says who? If you can use two thumbs, I can use two thumbs. We've discussed this. It's my podcast. All right. I the rules. <laughs> okay, then I remove. I remove He's the thumbs mad down. With power. It's one thumb up. Just the one thumb. I think that uh, what really sells me on this game is that Sonic's hands look like popsicles. <laughs> you guys just... notice that? I did not notice that. Kind of. Look at look at Sonic's model. It's literally like the friggin' sea salt ice cream from like Kingdom Hearts. Oh my god. Yo, so I want to ask, what is your favorite song from this game? Oh my god. Yeah, dude. I think it's back in time. Charlie, I'm gonna go with Diamond in the Sky. That was my second. I was also gonna say Diamond in the Sky. The third is definitely the credits theme, though. Credits are probably my second favorite. I really like Supersonic Racing, though. Like, it's it's the it's, it's the iconic. titular one. So, like, I'm the guy who said... Okay, first of all, you are, like... You're kind of abusing that word. That You're not using that word right. I'm sorry. It's not Supersonic R Racing. Supersonic R Racing. So, so I mean, I'm the guy that said uh, at one point that... The way I pick favorites is I pick one that's, like, underrepresented, and Supersonic Racing is the most represented song in this game. Yeah, it better also actually be your favorite. It's in Smash Bros. It's not. It's Diamonds in the Sky is my favorite, as I said. Well, no, but I mean, like, when you pick favorites, pick your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> like, quit this friggin', like, underrepresentation BS. <laughs> You can you can do an honorable mention like people do that all the time in top tens or whatever. But when you pick your favorite, I just want to give extra love to stuff that I like that other people don't that's like as much. That's what a runner up is. That's I, what I a, compensate. Like, that's anyway. what a special mention is. Just do that instead of saying like, you know what, my favorite is definitely this thing that's not my favorite. Di Diamond in the sky is my favorite. Uh, either way, look at those popsicle hands. Look at those popsicle hands. Yeah, I think I think my favorite is uh, start fanfare. Ready, set, go! I think my favorite is Emerald Collect. Yeah. It's a good it's good. It's you know? a fanciful it's a fanciful fanfare. Uh Richard Jock is is a genius in fanfare writing. But yeah, the whole soundtrack's great. A little too AABA, but that's fine. So if you've got a few hours to kill, this is not a bad game to go with. Yeah. 
This is a great game. I was I was gonna I was gonna make a joke about how this podcast was sponsored by Sonic R, but that's not true. So uh, fo- follow us at No Spindack <laughs> Zone on Twitter. The most graceful transition into plugs of all time. Sorry, I get a little I get a little impatient. That's that's my fault. Is you saying half half of the word follow and half of the word us? Like you didn't. <laughs> You were like, us you, at... Just follow us, okay? What do you want do me to it. say? Follow, follow us at no spin dash zone on Twitter. Twitter.com slash no spin dash zone. Uh, Twitch.tv slash no spin dash zone. No spin dash zone at gmail.com. We stream every Wednesday from 9 till roughly midnight, depending on when Isaiah determines he needs to stop. That's true. 9 to midnight uh, central time, which is 10 to 1 uh, Eastern Standard Time. And then Pacific time, it's something completely different. Yes. Maybe we should start doing Pacific Standard Time instead of Eastern Standard Time. That never occurred to me. Why don't you do Central Standard Time, like where we live? Well, I do Central, and then I, I, like, translate it to another time zone. Oh, yeah. Pacific would be the right way to go, then. Yeah. Pacific probably is where I should go. Yeah, so that's that's 8 to to 11 in that case, Pacific Standard Time. Anyway, we stream at night if you're in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, roughly at night. We all, uh, we announce the streams every week on our Twitter, so follow us on Twitter if you want to get in on the streams. Yep. But you can also follow me at Draws Charlie, where I draw something every day, and it's some good stuff. You never know what you'll see. You can also follow me at Isaiah Games. That's twitter.com slash Isaiah Games, I-S-I-A-H Games. Uh, I mostly tweet jokes. Uh, sometimes I tweet about video games, and sometimes I tweet about uh, stuff that I have made. So if he you want to get in on... I, I make video games. Sometimes I write music uh, usually for the video games that I make, etc. So it's, you know, I've always got something cooking. Sometimes you just write music that would be in a video game, but just isn't. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's there's been some times where I was like, yeah, so I wrote this, like, minute and a half. This could go somewhere. <laughs> We, uh, I also have a Twitter. The only reason I don't plug it is because I'm not very active. But yeah. It is like existent, connected to the NSDZ Twitter. I think I don't know. You can find it, but it's not. There's not much going on there. I have not seen you tweet in like a year. I frequently what I'll do is I'll take like a video or something, or like a picture from a game that I'm playing and use like the share button on the various consoles. Mm, yeah. Like I've recently, when I was playing the new Smash game, I took a uh, screenshot of the E one twenty three Omega. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah. yeah. Twenty three sounds right. Yeah, because E one two three. You didn't know, but I'm gonna show you or whatever. Is that how the song goes? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. We haven't gotten that far. Right, right. We're not there yet. Anyway, the I took a picture of him, like his spirit, and I like added Charlie with, "Look who it is." That's the most that my Twitter account has done in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. But yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. Goodbye, everyone. Remember, all you need is love. For Together always and, and forever. forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, you are my number one. Bye. <laughs> Bye. We'd like to thank the LAG Network for making our episodes available on platforms like iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and lots more. If you're listening on YouTube and you'd like to keep up with our episodes on one of these audio platforms, 
Just search for the LAG Radio Network and follow their feed.